I've been marketing B2B technology for close to 25 years now, and there's one thing I know for sure. When you confuse, you lose every time. Yet tech companies continue to do so every day. I created this podcast with one goal in mind, and that is to allow today's tech leaders to plainly explain market trends, why you need their solutions, how their customers are winning, and how you can set yourself up to win too. So let's dive in. On the last episode of Tech Truths, I spoke to Brian Nella, Director of Account Management at Semicap, about the highs and lows in the transportation space and what we can expect in 2023. Today, Brian is joining me again to talk more about Semicap and their collaborative transportation platform. Thanks for joining me, Brian. Thanks for having me, Noel. I met the team at Semicap a couple years ago when they were just getting started out, and I can still remember just being really impressed by their energy and their vision. Uh, which, as I understand, is to redefine the transportation space. Uh, That statement alone implies that there's just something fundamentally wrong with the current way of doing business. Tell me more about the status quo and why it's a problem. Yeah, Noel. So transportation and trucking, it's one of the the country's largest and and most lucrative industries, but it's also, you know, faces many challenges. Um, It's highly fragmented, um, as a lot of us know, very little collaboration. 90% 90% of carriers have fewer than six trucks in their fleets, and 50% of carriers are owner-operators. And that fragmentation doesn't really stop there. It extends even further downstream to brokers, right? When you look at the top 20 brokers, they account for less than 4% of total industry revenue. And then, of course, there's thousands of shippers out there. So highly fragmented, um, and there's so many players, and each one is focused on optimizing their own business objective, right? Manufacturers, brands, retailers, they're chasing capacity, reliability, or or lower costs. Carriers, they're chasing profits and volumes while while trying to retain their drivers. So we have a a kind of a back-and-forth relationship between the shippers and carriers that's you know, very much transactional, right? Sort of me versus you instead of strategic partnership. Um, and you know, and then that's kind of again kind of what we're after is the idea of having strategic partnerships um, to reduce volatility that's you know plagued this market for 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 way too long. And if you think about even the the basic RFP process, right? Kind of that starting point. You know, in, in that engagement, even that comes fraught with, with challenges and issues. If you think about it, it's not necessarily binding for either party, right? There's there's volume from the shipper that's being put forth, capacity um, that's being put out there from the, from the carrier, but very rarely do folks hold commitments to it. And, and I think that's symptomatic of, of the bigger issue here, right, is that uh, uncertainty and kind of lack of, of commitment that exists. And then you know the bigger question is is why right why do we have to accept this and and I don't think that's the, the case. Yeah, it sounds like you know it's just a constant back and forth. And and as we look ahead to the current you know the year ahead twenty twenty three you know what are some of the strategic goals and initiatives that you see your customers focusing on in terms of transportation? You know how are they taking it up a level? Yes, yeah, so many a lot, a lot of folks are are focused on the challenges on the surface right capturing lowest cost, balancing my transportation portfolio between contract and spot, private fleets, et cetera, to, to optimize my spend while staying off of my customer's performance non-compliance list. Um, and, and these are certainly important challenges to address, but these are perhaps more symptoms of a set of underlying issues. And I, I think the bigger questions to ask are, 
do we have to live with this status quo, right? With lack of commitments and uncertainty, where both the shippers and carriers are, are susceptible to external economic factors, um, as well as self-inflicted pains, right? Or what if we aggregated both supply and demand to create an ecosystem in which capacity is available when and where it's needed, right? And, and what if there was a network model that overlaid the supply needs of multiple shippers and then matched it with capacity, right? And not just one-to-one, but we're talking about applying AI and analytics to match capacity with sets of lanes and trips and domiciles in a way that optimizes trucks and capacity and, and just eliminates empty miles, right? And then, of course, with all of this at hand, it's capable of accepting all tenders, adhering to performance expectations for things like on-time performance and on-time delivery. So in this type of environment, you know, transportation all of a sudden, it, it runs like clockwork, right? So there's utility-like availability, um, and, and this removes the typical friction and costs and uncertainties from the equation for both shippers and the providers. Um, and then from a, even from a process and system perspective, you know, think about what if that executional and analytics uh, platform plugged into existing TMS systems where planning and routing guides take place to then close the gap um, that currently exists between planning and executing and reporting. So how is Semicap, you know, rewriting the rules of the road and, and making some of these more strategic uh, initiatives happen? Uh, how is their model different, your model different? Yeah, so, you know, we set out to remove that, that volatility and, and uncertainty that's, that's typically baked into the DNA of the industry. We, you know, we seek to ensure capacity availability when and where it's needed. Um, and, and really providing, if you think about is the reliability of, of a private fleet at competitive, long-term, consistent pricing. So the model is built around commitment. Shipper commits to volumes and lanes, um, dedicated capacity density is, is implemented and in place, and then transportation, it becomes a utility-like service. Um, it's always on, always available when you need it. Uh, and then cost is no longer a day-to-day -day factor. Right? Long-term pricing, it's, it's committed, it's stable. Retailers, brands, manufacturers, they can focus on, on the long-term strategic initiatives that matter to them and, and their customers. And this is without worrying about if the truck's going to arrive or if they're going to exceed their transportation budget for the year. I like it. Transportation that's always on. Sounds really good. Um, tell me a little bit about how you're currently working with customers and, and some of the value that they may be seeing um, from the semi-cab solution. Yeah. So one of the uh, one of the customers we work with, we've been working with for a while closely is HP. Um, you know, we've been working closely with their head of uh, network design, who's kind of tasked with seeing the big picture and ensuring reliable service to customers. And HP is moving, you know, higher end, higher margin products, right? And the emphasis there is on consistent performance. Um, so we initially, you know, shared an analysis, uh, you know, went through the data with HP and, and their partners at, at Ryder, began working on a half dozen heavy volume lanes, um, out of the South. And then we really just kept track, close track on what matters most to HP, which is assurance rates and on-time pick and delivery. Um, we track these, report on these monthly to ensure we're, you know, at that 95% plus on time and 99% acceptance. And over time, we, you know, we've continued to, to perform. And, and, and don't get me wrong, they're, they're a demanding customer that's really focused on inventory efficiency and on-time performance. And uh, I think that's part of the reason that they, that they value us.
Um, and then another good example is um, Hills Pet Nutrition, you know, the uh, pet food provider. And during the, the pandemic, these were guys were, were one of the real <laughs> winners, right? Uh, hyper growth mode when, you know, everyone was going out and getting a rescue dog or cat. And so Hills has been, you know, racing to, to keep up with demand and expand their business. Um, so they had a lot of customers, a lot of retail and dot com customers out there pushing for inventory. And you know we had established a, a steady volume of, of, of loads and work with uh, with these guys out of one of their one of their core hubs, and they brought us into their plans for expansion and, and launching a new facility uh, in the northeast, which was positioned strategically to service a few of their their key customers. So we've continued to to play a strategic role there as a partner in terms of helping getting that facility up and running and establishing things like a drop trailer pool to handle some of their growing pains at the onset, and then of course created a dedicated fleet to ensure reliability. So we've removed you know, a lot of the uncertainty and volatility around capacity and service and, and cost uh, there at Hills. Brian, this is a new way of working and change can be hard. Uh, what advice do you have for organizations that may think this all sounds too good to be true and, and might not be willing to try something new? Yeah, you know, no, change is it is never easy, right? We all get into our comfort zones and, and the current way of, of doing things. It, 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 it's comfortable for us, right? It's the way we've always done things, but that certainly doesn't mean that it's it's the way that we always should uh, should do things, right? Um, in business today, you know, it's all about how do I optimize? How do I digitally transform? How do I get better, smarter, more data-driven? Um and, and transportation is one of those industries, one of those areas of business that's just ripe for digital transportation, digital transformation and, and orchestration. So if it doesn't happen now, it's going to happen at one of your competitors, right? And it's just that risk of falling behind. So I think now is the, is the time to dive in. Now's the time. Well, thanks for joining me today, Brian. Uh, if listeners want to learn more about Semicab, uh, head on over to semicab.com. Uh, thanks so much. Have a good one. Thanks, Noel.